welcome to Playing Favorites. I'm Nathaniel Brummer-Beller. My guest tonight is Tilly Botsford. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> we're, we're laughing, listener, <laughs> because we, we, for the first time on Playing Favorites, a, yeah. a recording has not quite worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so we're re- Look, I'll take ownership. It was my fault. I did it. I, <laughs> I was trying to think. It would be rude of me to say it was Tilly's fault. So I'll just you know, No, it was. Um, and you know what I've learned from it, right? I got a new microphone yeah. and I thought, oh, I'll try it out. Mm-hmm. And you know what I've learned is never try new things. <laughs> Ever. That's a okay? really good not life it. lesson. That's why people come to podcasts yeah. like this, to get lessons yeah. and never try anything new ever. Yeah, if there's one thing you take away from this. <laughs> <laughs> All these recommendations of things. Yeah. Don't listen to it. That's what the show is. You oh play favorites because you never listen or do anything else. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's unfortunate because that was probably the best 35 minutes of audio that will ever exist. Ever recorded. Me. Yeah. Ever certainly. recorded. And you're just going to have to believe that, listeners, it's, with your hearts. You know, no great show doesn't have a lost episode. You know? Yeah. So now we have the last episode. Here it is. <laughs> I have my audio, so we can always just release that yeah. by itself. <laughs> yeah, do it. The next episode. Do it. I'll send it to you. You just, you know, riff over my thing. Oh, you know, that's actually a great idea. <laughs> okay, that's the Oh, end wait, of this no. Episode. Absolutely, let's do that. <laughs> I'm going to study it to make it all out of context and make it sound very bizarre. That'll be a bonus thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, we were talking last time about how, you know, people put a lot of trust in me not to cut up their audio and do weird stuff with mm. it and make them say things. But yeah. you could do that to me, I guess. I plan to throw that trust out the window and just totally abuse it. That's the, the, the raw, dangerous energy you give off. To yeah, that's me, guys. On that note, well, mm-hmm. what I first have to say is while, of course... You are a very interesting person to talk to anytime. We've had a lot of fascinating conversations over the years, particularly on music. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. week is especially special because uh, we're here to talk about it. Well, 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 because this Saturday, The Arbitrator, yes, which indeed. you very graciously and very competently starred in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Competent <laughs> sounds like it was just <laughs> excellently. I don't it. know. What's the word? She did Tremendously. <laughs> starred in. You were Thank wonderful. You. you did a great job. I came in for everyone to see you. You you were in every scene, you know, one of those. Almost. Anyway. Very excited to see it. Good, good. So, Saturday, uh, 9 p.m., listeners. uh, And then perpetually on YouTube. So, even if you're not there for the premiere, which is lame if you're not there, but even if you're not. Embarrassing if you're not there. Yeah, yeah. um, everyone's going to be there. Yeah. (laughs) Let's shit run. (laughs) Tilly's going to be there, so. I'm going to be there, yeah, big time. (laughs) Okay. So, there's that. But also, mm-hmm. we're here to talk about your favorites, all sorts of different things. Yeah. Listener, you should know that this is the one time that we're not doing the random choice, because we already did the random choice. We did. We did. I will that. still so leave the suspense, the but uh, for one of them, I knew beforehand that it was your favorite, and yeah. it was nice to hear you talk about that favorite, which you will do again. I sure did. A... I sure did talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you could just shorten that to maybe like a minute and a half, because that was, a, that was yeah. a little long in the tooth, so. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so, <laughs> we just did this, but how was the process of choosing them? Yeah, the, the process was, as I think most people have said on the podcast, mm-hmm. a bit hard, mm-hmm. kind of unexpectedly hard, mm-hmm. perhaps. Some easier than others. I was saying that I found the place 
a little difficult. Mm. But equally, I've just gone with someone that has, um, I've just got quite an affinity for mostly because of kind of childhood and family and such. Yeah. Album was, to be honest, not super hard, but I was also saying how I believe it was Mr. Zviawa said <laughs> that um, uh, he was he was torn about whether to do a kind of current favourite album or a all-time favourite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realised that I have a few kind of all-time or at least in my kind of adult life favourites. But I've just gone for one that I think is a pretty standout favourite. Yeah. Same with um, movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I know that Nat is very excited to hear about them <laughs> again. <laughs> It's okay. No, they're fast. All of them are interesting. And yeah, yeah. I'll just have the same conversation again. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have some uh, new riveting material. I did say that if I don't like them, I will just delete the, you know, I'll just, yeah. I'll yeah, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Interlace I think that's only fair. Answers. <laughs> I think that's only fair, yeah. Shall we hear what they actually are? Yes, yeah. Okay, so film. <laughs> I wonder what film. it's going to be. <laughs> the film I've chosen, drum roll please, mm-hmm. is um, Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. Is it The Parent Trap or Parent Trap? I think it's The Parent it Trap. It is The Parent Trap. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have chosen the Lindsay Lohan one. Because mm. <laughs> um, yeah. it's the best one. So sorry to any of the kind of OG Parent Trap fans out there. Um, I just think, yeah, I'm going to make the same joke again. I just think it's astounding, right, that they found two children who look exactly the same. <laughs> it's funnier the second time, too. I was going to say it, isn't it? Um, it's just so weird, isn't it? Uh, yeah. No, great film. I can't really fault it, to be honest. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of fun, isn't it? And I also grew up. Um, my best friend growing up uh, was and is a redhead. Oh, yes. So we had quite an affinity for this film. We dressed up as them twice, I believe. <laughs> um, to follow the twin theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was, um, I don't know, I do think... Maybe it's my my ego, but like my two favorite childhood films are Matilda and The Parent Trap for that reason. <laughs> Both of which like maybe because it's like <laughs> I've made it wow. about me. Wow! <laughs> if there was a film called The Botsfords, it would be your favorite, right? <laughs> there will be. Okay. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, I can I can imagine. <laughs> We're on the theme of manifesting. That's what we're doing today. Eventually, um, there will be a HBO miniseries called The Botsfords, the Botsfords. About, about your legacy. <laughs> be shite um (laughs) um, but no that i do i do think that's probably why i love that film so much Mm. it's also i mean just honestly what's not to love also what was the food thing they they did um peanut butter and oreos which was ahead of its time wasn't it It it's quite avant-garde because then i believe definition of avant-garde i think i think that was yeah how they coined the phrase yeah um but i'm pretty sure guys hear me out that um Oreo introduced a peanut butter Oreo following that film. Wow. So, it's had real yeah. world consequences. <laughs> I don't want to say pioneering, but it was pioneering. Sure. Okay, so that's one yeah. of your choices. <laughs> yes, gosh, yes, yes. Just and now, joke. Thank God you didn't tell me the joke already, because then I would have to <laughs> just fake it. Yeah, a... <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> that might still be my reaction, but we'll see. Yeah. But my joke. Yeah, it's quite reliant on a physical action. Mm-hmm. God, that made it sound kind of sketchy. So it's just, it's just like it's just, um, your face dropped too. Yeah, <laughs> my tone did as well. It's very bizarre. But yeah, so I'll give you some buzzwords from the joke. Obviously, not to spoil anything because <laughs> the choices are going to be random. Who knows if it will come up? <laughs> um, but it, it's a it's a walked into a bar joke, and it's um, mm. a crab. 
So you can only imagine. The, <laughs> wow. Gosh, the fun to be had, you know. That's the suspense of it all. Okay, and how about album in the place? <laughs> album, mm-hmm. I chose For One to Love by a singer called Cecile McLaurin Salvant. Mm-hmm. And place, I chose basically my uh, grandparents' back garden, I suppose. Mm-hmm. My... um mom's parents so my g-dad and my granny mm-hmm. who live in kind of suburban baltimore mm-hmm. uh not it's not super not really baltimore mom just suburban maryland mm-hmm. um and they have a kind of a big forest out the back of their house mm-hmm. and there's a sort of nice nice stream at the bottom so i chose mm-hmm. that stream beautiful nice yeah okay shall we see what <laughs> your choices are yeah what's it gonna be choice number one is album Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Listener, this is, I swear, the only time that I'm not actually doing it because we just did I don't know, you're pretty it. defensive about it. <laughs> I'm just waiting for someone to say the whole thing's rigged. And I'm like, it's yeah. not. We're going to have to have like, a live the, stream. He, he can can't see. handle the hate mail anymore, guys. Please stop with the death threats. <laughs> it's just nice to know that it's connecting with people on an emotional yeah. level, you know. But we were talking about how um, boring a reveal it would be. But- <laughs> Nathaniel had actually rigged this. It's like <laughs> I think that would be boring... breaking news. That'd be huge, Tilly. That'd be huge. The fan base would be up in arms. <laughs> the random generator was, in fact, his mind. My mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so it was album first, correct? Yes, so it was. And then the second one was place. Um, place, <laughs> indeed. This would be really cool. clever so... if, if you really, really wanted to force me deduce a certain yeah. ones you would lie uh, and say that you deleted the recording like yeah, and this I whole thing would be a ruse that. wow that's God. clever makes you think it's not it? what happened to all who were suspicious no it's definitely not it's not it's not no it's not it's, it's not so anyway. album in place then yes the album i chose yeah was um uh, for One to Love by a singer called Cecile McLaurin Salvo, mm-hmm. um, who is a, an American singer, American French, a, a jazz vocalist. Mm-hmm. And it's her second album, I believe, which now I know from having looked at it when we last spoke about this, came out in 2015. I just chose it. I just have a real affinity for her. She's she's a very exciting singer to me, I think. she mm-hmm. um, She is has has for me at least really reinvigorated like the jazz genre because she's doing a lot of you know she was so inspired by so many of the kind of just classics you know mm. like the figureheads of in particular female vocalists you know mm. the like definitely inspired by the absolute classics like Ella Fitzgerald and Sarah Vaughan and such but mm-hmm. also Na- Nancy Wilson we spoke about last time who's another one of my favorite favorite jazz singers mm-hmm. um and I remember because I was saying to Nat that I I'm quite hot on my like Spotify exploring because mm. I go through sometimes these dry spells of music yeah. where I need to like find new music and it drives me insane. <laughs> um, Same. And um, yeah, and I'm having one of those at the moment, so I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were but praying for you. She, yeah, thank you. But she um, came up on one. It was her cover of I Didn't Know What Time It Was, mm-hmm. which is a, cl- a cover of a standard, a, like a slightly lesser known standard, but I do think it is a standard. And it's a just 
such a such a good cover <laughs> and I remember it was really quite instantaneous I heard this cover and then I just went straight to her Spotify and straight mm-hmm. to her YouTube and mm-hmm. you know listened to everything she'd ever released which at the time wasn't a huge amount yeah because she's she's since that song has brought out three albums mm-hmm. yeah. um but yeah so I just fell hard yeah, you know, and that's and then um, and then well, the one I had was that um, yeah, I, not only do I have the same dry spells, but it was exactly the same thing where she came up on a Spotify recommended, yeah, thing, and something about Spotify really likes her, but um, yeah, she similar, and then I think actually now I think about it, there's also I think a, I think a New York Times culture piece or something that was like she yeah. is. Doing something really interesting, and then just to repeat myself again, because it's a pretty decent point. I think I love her too. I think she's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that song "Fog" uh, and the trolley mm-hmm. song, yeah. both I think yeah. really just like unforgettable to me. And mm. they're so they're actually I meant to say they're also like quite cinematic. I think in a, in a very cool way. They feel like some they of, absolutely are, yeah. sort of lost soundtrack to something. But unlike a, a, a big fave of mine, Leon Bridges, who I think is wonderful, but like I think he imitates quite a lot of the 60s mm. era and takes the Sam yeah. Cooks and so on. And so, which is great because he's, he's wonderful, but you know, he does. And I think Salvant or Cecile, as you like to call her, mm-hmm. uh, your good friend, and we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> she does this. We go way back. Yeah, way back. Uh, it does the, obviously one of the best person who's ever lived. Mm. <laughs> but she does this interesting feel as though she's really combining the old and the new and it doesn't feel mm. like it's just ripped out of the 60s. It feels like it's a, it's it, it's a similar tone, but a very, very modern yeah. sensibility. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. I mean, there, there are, as much as people talk a lot about kind of like jazz as a genre, mm-hmm. being on the out or dying or whatever, mm-hmm. depressing words we... Oh, it's, they're it's, um, lame. It's not dying. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, it, it is... I feel like it's to an extent always been a slightly like backseat genre in that it's Mm. not always been the popular choice per se, like Mm -hmm. in terms of like the charts and pop music and Mm -hmm. especially with the rise of pop music, but Mm -hmm. equally like that's kind of what defines it in a way without Mm -hmm. sounding kind of pretentious about it. Like I was saying, it's it's interesting because I feel like our perception of jazz now is so rooted in the past and in this kind of like mm-hmm. nostalgia and retro mm-hmm. vintage feel, as mm-hmm. you're saying, mm-hmm. like things that many musicians try and replicate, but equally like it's so about newness and about mm-hmm. like improvisation and making stuff up and like mm-hmm. doing rhythms and melodies and these weird chords that don't really make sense. Mm-hmm. And there are loads of people doing really exciting stuff about like with that, that we've talked about and these kind of what feels reminiscent of kind of like a modern big band feel like mm, these yeah. commanding Washington and like Robert Glasper and mm-hmm. these people who are doing really cool instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but I totally agree that she, she's very kind of genre defying in that she's not just being a kind of old timey smoky club jazz singer. She's yeah. doing something new and something really exciting. And she does these takes on, I, I love the thing in jazz of people doing like show tunes yeah, like well, well, you doing would, songs from musicals. You would, you? <laughs> yeah, I would. I absolutely would. No shame. But like they do the they do songs from when people do songs from musicals, and the, you'd be surprised like how many mm. jazz standards are from um, oh completely songs like this. The stepsisters lament, who, which Cecile also covers. Yeah, which is a yeah. brilliant song. Which I think from like God, I might that, that does sound like a show too. Eat my words, but I think it's from Cinderella. I think it's from Cinderella. Yeah, but that which does sound Cinderella. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, she's just brilliant. And what Nat alluded to was that I did, I was lucky enough to go see her for my 20th birthday. And <laughs> that was definitely the, the kind of best concert experience I've had. Mm-hmm. But I 
uh, and the main reason was because I had that day pretty much, or at least very recently beforehand, I had thought I'm a because I'm a big Nancy Wilson fan, mm-hmm. and I had thought, God, how brilliant would it be if Cecile covered one of these songs? Pretty much like a handful of songs that I adored, and she. She just like she just did basically. She 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 literally announced to the audience. She was like, "I'm going to do now three songs by Nancy Wilson," and so all in all, this was leading up to my realization that Cecile and I are actually cosmically aligned. Right. And, um, yes, this is a, yes. a theory of yours. And exactly. Strongly yeah, held. A theory, I suppose. <laughs> Some people might call it a theory that we are kind of cosmically connected in a way, which obviously I had to let her know. So what I did when I met her at the concert was so. Walked straight up to her and mm. uh, shaken in my boots, might I say, <laughs> and said, I think you're the best person ever. <laughs> <laughs> to which she said, no, I'm, quote, unquote, no, I'm not. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> and, you know, it's been, it's really flourished since then. Sparks flew. I want to know what you said um, after that. You, you were like, yeah, 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 you Oh, are. I was that kind of nervous <laughs> where you're like, yeah, I was like, you shut up <laughs> right now. <laughs> You're wrong! You're wrong, Cecile! And then we fought. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't remember. I was really that kind of nervous where you can't really speak. And I'm yeah. I'm sure, like, musicians and p- people who have any realm of fame are probably used to people just being stupid as fuck <laughs> when they meet them. But I was no exception to that. I was really stupid. But yeah. I it was, it was so fun to meet her mm. and, like, have a chat with her. I took a picture with her. It was just really nice. That's really nice. So that's why I chose that album. It was kind of the first full album of hers that I felt like I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Well, I enjoyed the first one, but kind of, you know, the the newness of it and the whole thing mm-hmm. rather than certain songs. Um, but honestly, it's a, her next album, it would be a toss-up for that one as well because I think yeah. that's just a brilliant album. And that's the one where, because that, that mm-hmm. tour she was doing was for her album Dreams and Daggers mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. were the ones with the Nancy Wilson song <laughs> so it really worked out perfectly for me and I'm not saying that she knew that it would but like you know cosmically aligned and such so um, <laughs> alright let's say you know post pandemic if that is going to be a thing but you know you're, not, you're going to a Cecile concert yeah. and who knows where you'll be at the time and obviously you're in a song dry spell at the moment but what are you going to manifest your ideal cover by her that you Ooh, haven't gosh, heard that's yet. That's a good question. There you go. You may that need a few a hours to think about it, but I just want to hear it real quick. <laughs> so, you know what? I don't have a new one, mm-hmm. but I do have a song that I would love for her to cover, and I thought this one at the time as well. Yeah. Um, which is a song called Guess Who I Saw Today. Oh, nice. And I'm pretty sure the version I know is Nancy Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Maybe it's... I'm going to, while I've got you here, look up which one it is, because... <laughs> I um mm. I would love her to cover that one. It's yeah. a sort of, it's like got a real narrative. Mm-hmm. It's just a lovely song, and I think it would really suit her voice. Yeah, nice. But that's probably all I yeah could think. That is a hard question. You hit me unsurprisingly. But... Well, manifest that but cosmically, yes. and then you know that'll be your next. Symbol. Oh uh, yeah, go. I'm on it. Watch, watch yeah. that happen. Watch her go. Ah, oh, I've been working in the pandemic, and I just got some. Inspiration out of nowhere. I think she would have done it by now. It's also interesting, right? Because her um, her most recent album, the the window, mm-hmm. was with a pianist called Sullivan Fortner, mm-hmm. and it it 
has a really different. Sorry, that's such I a like pianist name. Sorry, I was like, that's of course Sullivan of course, Fortner. Of course, that's his, that just sounds like yeah. Of yeah. course, he's a jazz pianist. Anyway, sorry, continue. He's a cool guy though. <laughs> okay, good. It has a very different kind of feel because it's the album's pretty much just with the piano. That's interesting. Which does yeah. kind of change how her voice is carried. I think. So like, I I kind of prefer her in like a little ensemble setup you know like a kind of double bass brass mm-hmm. piano drums um mm. but but i think it was an interesting because um, one of her band members actually died i don't yeah. know if you yeah her um drummer oh lawrence lawrence levers yeah he was um he oh. died last year which is yeah, yeah. i yeah, think maybe I mean, we spoke about yeah, this because did, he, yeah. it was like a it was a tragic story he like yeah, was in did, a fight did. yeah we did talk about this yeah the musician she the pianist she played with like in that band was Aaron Deal mm-hmm. who I think is kind of someone she played with for many years mm. but yeah it's all important so I did I did like that album but it, it didn't kind of have the same yeah. feel for me you yeah know? yeah of course man I got you yeah yeah well you are clearly a big fan possibly cosmically connected I'll give you that I'm not yeah. ruling it out sounds like a hater speaking <laughs> <laughs> no no i just i don't know i just think that was that was nuts that she sang those songs no that is really. that is that is very very it's nuts. just bizarre that's crazy because i feel like even if you did that even if that happened like with like a recorded thing that would be cool but yeah, to have it happen on the weird, night you happen to be there is really that's really that's exactly well and i wouldn't say i like have a good instinct for that kind of thing it's not as though i kind of like calculated what do you know what i mean like yeah i, I don't know how you would yeah it was just something that was they were just songs that I loved, and I, I was listening to them and thinking, like, oh, I imagine. <laughs> and she bloody heard me. Oh, that's great. Well done. Yeah. Then, 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 we, then we smash cut to you in a restaurant in the area the night before, and, like, she's in the next booth, and you're talking about, oh, my God, wouldn't it be amazing? It would make my life if she covered these three Nancy Wilson songs. And you just, just see an her. Just indirect blackmail. Mm. <laughs> slipping on notes yeah exactly yeah, you know. <laughs> it'd be so great if you covered this <laughs> it would be a shame if something happened to you if you didn't <laughs> it'd be a shame if you weren't the best person ever anymore yeah because she was like no please Jilly please <laughs> <laughs> I hate Nancy Wilson <laughs> oh, yeah <gosh>. no uh... <laughs> <laughs> no I didn't do that I guess so yeah. album anything else on uh for one to love because that is a, that is a good one. That I don't think one. so, but I would recommend that people had a listen. I don't know, it's it's a very nice album. Dreams and Daggers as well. Absolutely. I was gonna say again that um, I I genuinely do think it's uh, no, I I I remember that very distinctly about you. I think even before we knew each other that well, we were talked about Cecile yeah. at some point, and I was like, wow, I've never met anyone who like gets that reference. You know what I mean? And, and you get her yeah. much more than I do. I've only listened to her a few times, but you know, yeah, it's not. Like, I, it's, it's just not like, yeah. I mean. We also did talk about, it's kind of, my my music taste, I wouldn't say is super fixed. And I don't mm-hmm. mean that in that way of like, God, I don't, I don't really have a music taste. I like everything. Because <laughs> that's, that's not true. But yeah. I think like most people, it goes through phases. And this, mm-hmm. I'll like absolutely listen to a song until, well, it doesn't die to me. That's the thing. But I will listen mm. to a song on loop for kind of weeks and weeks and weeks if I love it. And I yeah. will just, I go through these different phases. Like I was saying, now I'm on a kind of like Billy Joel Mm-hmm. El- Elton Johnny mm-hmm. kick at the moment and like mm-hmm. kind of Joni Mitchell but the more upbeat stuff yeah and um because also yeah because um I grew up with a lot of like 
Steely Dan mm, yeah. um, and yeah. John Martin and mm-hmm. like Van Morrison. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling that recently. And Billy mm-hmm. Joel also, I was, I was saying earlier, was, is just totally serotonin inducing for mm-hmm. me. He's just such a feel good artist that I can mm-hmm. like listen to and just feel so, so happy basically. And then I said, but, um, I said top three Joel. And then you said, no, <laughs> I, said, I said, I don't know. I said, I have a top one, which is moving out Fair. and that's probably it. Yeah. Oh, Paul Simon as well. That's another in the oh, same yeah, kind of genre. Sure. but but the end of that point being jazz and cecile in particular has been one that's kind of like lasted throughout that i've always find myself dipping back into because i just i just have a real affinity for it and it's influenced so so much of the other music i like Mm -hmm. like older hip-hop and also a lot of modern hip-hop and other stuff like that and Mm -hmm. we were talking about um you know like gurus jazzmatazz and yeah Tribe Called Quest Amazing, and yeah. and then also like the the people that I was mentioning earlier like Robert Glasper and mm-hmm. these instrumentalists it's just it's just cool I think it's just cool how it's bled into so many different Completely. things in culture and in particular in music but also loads of stuff in like art and mm, yeah I just find it really fascinating it's really nice yeah I I think yeah I think you mentioned him already but Kamasi Washington is one of the most like impressive oh. people and and like we were kind yeah. of saying but you were saying about Cecile, how she's actually won quite a few Grammys and stuff, and like they're actually quite embraced. And and, and Kamasi has too. And like you know, and 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 there is this really nice embrace of these people who are really doing fascinating things. And yeah. while I mean, obviously, I yeah. think like "To Pimp a Butterfly" is one of my top five albums of all time. Oh yeah, and, yeah, Kendrick and, too. So like super. Oh, completely. But I mean, stuff, through yeah. Kamasi, you know, I mean, them like working together is really just yeah, absolutely. And Thundercat and all. I mean, that whole that whole group. Kamasi oh, Austin has the most amazing interview on Mark Maron's podcast where he talks about his whole life. And okay. it's just amazing how many of them were just buddies, especially him and Thundercat. Like way, 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 way. Oh, back. I didn't know they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like playing like these tiny. Oh, it's a his life's great. Anyway, we've gotten a little off topic, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's the best. I went to and... see Kamasi Washington though in Glasgow. Really? Oh, that's awesome. A couple years ago, that's that cool. was great. And we were supposed to go see Thundercat in May, but uh, I don't know what's happening with that. Yeah, exactly. But My parents have seen Kamasi Washington. They loved it. <laughs> Oh, he was a brilliant show. Because yeah, I just I love anything with a big band as well. God, like with loads of people on stage, it's yeah. just like oh, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Last thing was, um, yeah, just appreciating that the greats. Like I think Mingus has a lot to do with the presaging, the mm. evolution of jazz from something that's quite like yeah into this really amazing these amazing broad strokes and yeah. so on. I see. I hear a lot of Mingus and Kamasi Washington, which is probably the most pretentious jazz thing I can say confidently. So I'm going to say it. <laughs> No, I can't say anything else with any confidence about jazz, but I can say, well, I see like, oh, hear a lot of, I hear a lot, of, hear a lot of Mingus in Washington. I read Mingus' yeah, book yeah. and I thought it was great. Yeah, I, what's it called? Is, is it an autobiography? Yeah, Beneath the Underdog. Yeah. Beneath the and, Underdog. Uh, yeah, it's really nuts. It's really, really nuts. And it's, that's the other thing. They all have these crazy lives. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's like comedians, you know? It's, you kind of have to be miserable to be a good comedian. You kind of have to be completely off your nut to be a good... Oh, I remember. Yeah, similarly, like one of my like earlier people that I loved, loved, loved was Chet Baker. Mm, oh my god, and, talk about miserable. And I remember kind of exactly. I remember reading about him and being like, "Oh fuck's sake, just <laughs> crack and like yeah. heroin." And, and then that happened. So and that happened. Yeah. Yeah, and just devastating. And mm. then I was like, "God, that's just so sad." And then I don't remember who it was, but someone was like, "Yeah, but I mean, like that was all of them, pretty much." Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And then I was like, "Oh." Yeah. That, no, but, you know. no. It was weird because so few of them wrote autobiographies you know and so i yeah, really recommend yeah, yeah. because i mean because a lot of people have said it's all complete bullshit <laughs> and <laughs> that he's just straight up lying about certain things but, that's almost better but like he might have been so insane that he doesn't even realize he's lying so there's all these yeah complicated <laughs> things going on yeah <laughs>
So I've loved hearing about your album choice. Thank you for bringing in For One to Love. That's okay. Fascinating chat. I was happy to talk about it. <laughs> now, place. I want to hear about Maryland. Yes, yeah, because um, we were saying that it's kind of an odd connection that sure. um, you're from D.C. and that it's not actually that odd, frankly. <laughs> yeah, my, the, the odds, odds are from... tiny, but, you know, it's yeah. it is just true. It is It is a very specific part it's of a the big world place. in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The U.S. is a big place. I didn't mean the world there, just to clarify. <laughs> it's a big place. It's a big place. Newsflash. <laughs> All of my mum's side of my family are... My dad was born in New York, but not really isn't really from america but my mom is was um born and raised in baltimore mm-hmm. um so yeah my favorite place that i chose was in my grandparents house mm-hmm. um which has since been sold which i think mm-hmm. is part of the reason i kind of have such fond memories of this spot mm-hmm. but it was kind of i was saying how maryland although it doesn't have much going on does have very like rich greenery you know these like mm. really big tall trees like beautiful thick forests that are kind of very lush and wet a lot of beautiful water yeah and they're just like right out the back of their garden i haven't grown up in london this was just like so alien to me but in such a lovely way Mm -hmm. right at the back at the back of their garden was a kind of woods that went down and led to Mm -hmm. down to a stream Mm -hmm. and i just remember lots of like hot summers and happy days kind of like down at that stream Mm -hmm. not even really doing anything just being like londoners out of london and like <laughs> taking off my shoes and like paddling around in it and mm-hmm. she had really fun next door neighbors that um their parents would buy like he had like a quad bike or so. that was just insane to me cool. i rode a quad bike around <laughs> i know it's so cool right that's <laughs> like insane that I was, I was my parents i think hated it but yeah i, I just have such a fondness for that um that place mm. it just brings back a lot of happy memories and especially now that because um my g-dad passed away quite a while ago now mm-hmm. maybe like 10 years mm-hmm. but my granny has since moved out of the house mm-hmm. so it is no more which i think probably a lot of people can relate to that slightly odd feeling of your grandparents being or that part of your life being quite tied to a specific place that you go yeah. and stay in yeah completely. and it's completely. such a bizarre feeling for that to now not be the place that i would go stay in yeah yeah. But yeah, for that reason, I was like, yeah, real affinity for it. Yeah. It sounds beautiful. But <laughs> it, it is. And I haven't really been back. The last time I went would have been in 2019 when I went to do my dissertation research in Baltimore. Oh, so. I went and stayed with my. Oh, okay. So it's been sold in the last two years. Yeah, yeah. It, right, I think it only yeah. completed like uh, in 2020 sometime. Right, wow. Because she's moved into like mm. semi assisted living, sort mm, of mm. half. No, on, this, yeah. on the something in my family, my, the house my dad grew up in Maidenhead, it just yeah. you know, was, uh, yeah, was we sold it after she died. My grandpa died quite a few years before, but yeah, that was a weird feeling of like, that's just, for both, bizarre, for everyone, it? for everyone, it's like, oh, he yeah. grew up there and, you, and then you, I went there every summer and it was like, yeah, that's just. Exactly. And it's where yeah. you go when you go to that place. Exactly. You know, for me, like exactly. going to Baltimore was tied to going to that house mm-hmm. and staying in that room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and going to that stream mm-hmm. it's just a bizarre feeling but you know yeah i suppose you reform those memories don't you in different exactly. ways well that's an interesting thing is that you can actually draw a circle around it and be like that's that was then you know yeah that was then and that was nice yeah and that was nice maryland yeah. well maryland will always be there for you <laughs> it will <laughs> those crabs man they'll welcome you the back. bright lights of bella maryland <laughs> Yeah, the crabs, Maryland crabs will have me back. That's the thing. That's the thing about us, Tilly, is that, yes, you know, the world is a big place, but 
you know, the Maryland crab reference, and I know you and Maryland crabs yeah. go way back. It's the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, that's pretty specific. Not many people over here. You are one of the most American English people I've ever met. <laughs> Do you reckon? Well, in terms of like blood, absolutely. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, without an American. My dad's. Accent. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't have Hidden. an accent at all. My mum has been in the UK now for a good kind of twenty five, thirty years as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And my dad like was born there and does have American blood, but he was like from all over he was one of yeah. eight all of whom were born in different places so yeah. i think he wouldn't really say he's from america but well. it's nice to have i feel very lucky to like to have somewhere to go like yeah. that you know somewhere yeah. different there you go yeah well there you go thank you for that i like that speaking of crabs i'm gonna okay. cheat the system because i like to do that and i want to hear your crab joke <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, wait, let me think about it. hang on Okay. So, as I said, listeners, this relies quite heavily on a hand gesture, which so it's gonna, just going to be objectively a bad joke for you guys. But Nathaniel's going to... Okay, uh, you can hear it. my reaction and then judge yeah. if you would have found it funny. Okay. You better laugh. Really hard. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> a, cra- a crab goes into a bar. Yeah. And he gets up to the bar and he wants to order a drink. And the bartender's like, oh, no, listen... You could, you can't be in here, and he's like, "What? What do you mean? Like, I, what? That's not fair. Why can't I get a drink here?" And he's like, "No, not after last night, when you were given it all that." <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a grower, isn't it? It's a grower. So let me just for the listeners there. <laughs> I did a sort of um, crab hand action, not crab hands. They're called claws. Crab claw action that, yeah. you know, could easily be mistaken for a sort of like, oh, you were mouthing off. Yeah. You know, like a yapping mouth. That was a good explanation. That's exactly what it was. It was also Thank the fact much. that you were just, your face behind your crab hand was like pleading for me to laugh. <laughs> you were like, look, look at it. Look at the you hand. don't get it. Look how funny this is. <laughs> I'm like, you better edit out all the four seconds silence before you laughed. <laughs> no, nothing but the truth, no. Tilly. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's rigged. The system's rigged. rigged. I like that joke. That's your favorite joke. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, it's very maryland yeah. It's a good one, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> I'm just consistent. What can I say? You are. Okay, yeah. well, well, it's a nice, hefty episode. It's been lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. Hear Tilly's sense of humor in The Arbitrator. <laughs> <laughs> Hear Tilly's comedic timing, for sure, in, uh, in The Arbitrator this Saturday. Yeah, and sense of humor. And sense of I humor. I don't make that joke. But, you know, if you want to see, like, a visual representation of that joke, like, honestly, just ask. Uh, just drop me an email. <laughs> Matilda, why did I say email? She does request. I'm going to send like a, t- a tape of me doing the joke. Okay, look, just it, cut yeah. here. It's fine. <laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah. it's been great both times. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. And yeah, it's a delight. I look forward to doing, I don't know, more theater at some point with you. That was fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. And yeah, tune into The Arbitrator on Saturday. Absolutely. Yes, well done. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) All right. Everyone, thank you for listening. And good night. Say second-handed love I can't see.